Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me at Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tours, schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Mike Moyer on the line. He's the founder over at Fair and Square Ventures and also the inventor of Slicing Pie. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So with a name like Slicing Pie, I mean, it doesn't get any more catchy than that. SlicingPie.com, how did you get that one? I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over there and uh, as an inventor and um, how you're helping clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, my career has been sort of a badminton game of entrepreneurship to real job. I've gone from startup to real job to startup to real job to startup to real job. And my first sort of bout with entrepreneurship was when I was in college. I started a, uh, I made terrible grades. My parents decided not to pay for my education. They told me to come home and get a job. And instead of doing that, I started my own company in college. I uh, started making T-shirts, and I mentioned it was just some light manufacturing of outdoor clothing and equipment. And uh, put myself in school, and they kind of got the entrepreneurship bug. But I didn't always have a good idea, so I went to real jobs after that, and I started companies that I went back and forth. And I worked for everything from fine wine to motorhome chassis to hunting equipment to senior living. So I really bounced all those different, lot of different industries. Wow. So you are an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. Lots of different experiences, lots of different, um, you know, industries. If you were to, you know, go back and give that mic that was just getting started, you know, with the benefit of hindsight being 2020, of course, some advice, uh, what kind of things would you tell them? Well, one thing I'd say, I, 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 I would stick with projects longer than I did, and I try to get really high-profile employment opportunities. Like this day and age, I, I teach at Northwestern University in student testing. Should they get a company, start a company, or start a job? I say get a job if you can get a high-profile job, like a Google or Apple or you know a big-name company, and really take an opportunity to learn what they're doing. Uh, you, as an entrepreneur, you, you spend a lot of time making lots of mistakes. And just figuring things out, and on the job you you learn a lot. So it's it's always a mix of education and experience for me. So get educated, teach yourself, and go out and get practical experience too. But um, one of the nice things about being a young entrepreneur is you've got nothing to lose. Now that I'm older, I have more to lose, so I'm more, I'm more conservative in my approach. Love that. I love that advice. Um, and I and I see that. Uh, I think a lot of people agree with you. When you, you know, when you don't have kids, you don't have maybe uh, you know mortgage, all these other things. It's definitely a lot. Uh, you have you have a little bit more aptitude for risk. So I love it. Um, let's switch it up, Mike. I want to get more into what you're doing uh, as the inventor of slicing pie. Uh, so what's that all about? Let's start there. Well, slicing pie is an equity model for early stage companies. Uh, historically, people have divided up equity in the companies with their co-founders by guessing the future. So founders will get together and do financial projections and, and dream big and have overly optimistic expectations of what's going to happen. What's going to happen. Their companies are going to IPO for billions of dollars. And then participants make big promises to entrepreneurs like they work hard, bring in sales. And so the equity split calculation breaks down roughly as the promises of the participants divide by the founders' dreams, which is 
sounds silly, and it is silly. And so most startup companies are basing their equities but on assumptions about future events. Whereas, and it never really worked for me. It never really made sense to me. And I, you know, traveled to business school and graduate school and starting companies, and I never had this problem solved for me. And slicey pie is a, is, a, is a solution to this problem, which takes into account the actual things that happen. Uh, the best way to describe it is a game of blackjack. Do you know how to play blackjack? I do, yes. Let's pretend that you and I are going to go play blackjack together as a team, not as opponents, but as a team. And we agree to split the winnings 50-50 because we're buddies. So we go to Las Vegas and we each put a dollar on the same hand of blackjack. We don't know if we're going to win. We don't know how much we're going to win. We don't know how long it's going to take to win. The future is totally unknowable. We know for sure that we each put a dollar. So the dealer deals two aces. We split the aces and double down, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm out of money and you're not, so you put two more dollars down to cover our bets. So now you've got three dollars and I've only bet a dollar. We still don't know if we're going to win or how much we're going to win or how long it's going to take to win. But we know for sure that you bet three dollars and I bet a dollar. If we win, does 50-50 sound like a fair split in the winnings? No, no, absolutely not. Should, should be 75-25, right? Correct. That is a logical, obvious, unambiguous answer to that problem. There's no other way to look at it. I could tell you, hey, we agreed to 50-50, and I could sue you and probably win, but that doesn't make it fair. What's fair is that your share of the winnings should reflect your share of the bets. And if you think about it, startup companies are exactly the same thing. Instead of betting on cards, we're betting on ideas. We've got time and money and facilities and supplies and equipment. Whenever we contribute to a startup and we're not paid a fair market rate for the contribution, that, in mm. effect, is our bets. So slicing by the model for accounting for the bets that happen before a startup turns into an asset. I love it. So slicing slicing pie is a model to account for the bets of uh, tracking an asset be, uh, for a younger company. That's it's very simple. It's straightforward, but it's just obvious. I I I don't know why I've never. When you say it like this, especially with your blackjack like analogy, it's like duh. <laughs> so so tell me more about you know kind of how you're uh, how you've been spreading this idea and model and kind of the, some of the feedback you've been you've been getting from it. Well, I, I developed a model about eight, ten years ago after being burned in a company. And I've been burned mm. in startups, and I've also been on the other side where I've, I've received more than I deserve. I was in the startup once where I had accelerated investing on my shares in case of a buyout. So my mm-hmm. five-year best vested in nine months, and I got a big windfall, which I didn't really deserve. But, of course, I'm not going to give money back because I got it. You know, who do I give it to? Sure. Um, so and I've also, I've also been burned pretty hard by co-founders by Fed Equity Splits. Um, and in trying to solve this problem, I put together a white paper about eight years ago, and I published the first book in 2012. And since then, I've just been doing a lot of you know blogging and just the kind of things that you do and talking to people and doing events. And the model has been translated into a dozen different languages used all over the world. There are law firms that exist just to do slicing pie deals. Um, and one of the things that's, that's interesting is the lawyers that I talk to about slicing, about equity splits in general, estimate that 60 to 80% of all equity deals wind up in a dispute that requires legal intervention. That means if you start off with your partners, do a 50-50 split or a fixed split, the chance of you that split backfiring is greater than the chance of it not backfiring. Whereas in the thousands of instances of people have used slicing five, once or someone tell me that it didn't work for them or didn't solve the problem. 
Wow, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a remarkable stat. You said sixty percent, sixty eight percent of equity deals end up in 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 some type of legal um, action because the participants feel something went wrong. Sixty to eighty percent, yeah. Usually, it's wow, who poop out of the ones who benefit. So there's a lot of examples where a founder will kind of flake out in the beginning, and their mm-hmm. existing their remaining partners will buy them out and pay them for quitting, and they'll go out of business. So it's very common that the, the people who make out the best and startups people who do the worst work. Oh, get it. I get it. That's awesome. Um and no and I, and I love your concept and I'm looking I'm taking a look at the um at the site and everything else. What Mike, what if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about slicing pie or to um or to connect, what's the best way for them to follow up? Well I have a website of course, slicingpie.com. And one thing I try to do with, with that website with my work to make sure that the model is freely available for anybody to use. I have no a license fee to pay me to use the SlicingPy model, but um, you can download free spreadsheets, and there's articles and videos, and you know my, my, my job in life is to teach people how to get a fair split. And then, of course, there's software servers you can buy to track your split. One of the things that charter companies don't do very well is they don't do much accounting because they don't spend money. But all companies that exist you know, account for what they spend and they track their expenses and their payroll. And those are the same things you track in Slicey Pi, but there's no good tool online to track things you don't spend except for the Slicey Pi tool. So you think about QuickBooks is tracking what you do spend, Slicey Pi software tracks what you don't spend. That's better than the other kinds of the best. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and also um, the great work you're doing over at Slicing Pie. Um, and to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, to um, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Mike, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 